Match day live extra from Molyneux, where we have just witnessed Matthias Nunez score potentially the goal of the season, and Wolves beat Chelsea by a goal to nil. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson, and Lee Naylor watched it here with me. Uh, Matthias Nunez will get highlight, will get headlines, and so he should for an absolute worldie of a finish. But there was some really standout performances in there. Wolves had some good opportunities in that first half. Diego Costa. Played well, forced a good save by Kepper. Second half was to be expected. Chelsea had plenty of the ball. It was whether Wolves could hold firm and potentially hit on the counter-attack. There weren't too many chances for Wolves in that second period, but it was entertaining. It was exciting. It was nervy. It was everything we've come to expect from Wolves' victories this season. They never do things the hard way. Of course they don't. But Andy Thompson... Were they worthy of winning this game? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, early on in that first half, I think they the set out the stalls of the way that they were going to play Chelsea, the way that they went about it and, and got themselves organised. Uh, we said about the midfield, about it being switched because the Neves not playing. And I just think that a lot of those performances today, the manager's going to be pleased with. I think the way that they played um, and the way they set up against Chelsea to... Stop them from attacking them and blocking all the spaces. Um, I thought it was brilliant today. So, look, I thought that there were some outstanding performances and, and they'll be pr proud of the way that they played. And, and I think the manager might even be happy for once. Well, let's go back to the start because uh, we expected it to be 4-2-3-1 and it kind of was, but it kind of wasn't, Leonardo, because for the majority of time when they set up, Mateus Cunha was effectively uh, a second striker. And it was kind of like 4-4-2. Yep, and old school. Mateus Nunez on the right-hand side, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Um, we've seen him on uh, other games as well where he's been out on the left, uh, Nunez. Uh, and he's done well when, when he's been out there. Um, but I just think the units today won us the game. From, back, from front to back, we worked tirelessly. Uh, our strikers, which... It looked like it was two strikers. They worked just constantly throughout the game. Like, didn't give the defenders an ounce, and they just worked. Midfield worked on top of that. Gomez was unbelievable. Nunes was amazing. We ended up scoring a worldy goal. And Lamina, to add to that, it, you know, just in our units, I thought it just everything worked brilliant. And I think that, that's what won us the game. Um, Diego Costa up top with Mateus Cunha. We talked a lot on Match Day Live building up to the game about what he offers you, the the intensity that he has, the nous and experience that he has, yeah, and, and it was there. Yeah, he's a presence, isn't he? So look, people know about his reputation, the way that he plays. Uh, and look, he's, he's not going to run past you. He's not going to run beyond the majority of the time. But what he will do... He'll niggle, he'll fight, he'll, he'll make it awkward for defenders, as he has done. Um, and he makes it difficult for people to get past him. So, look, he knows all the tricks of the trade. He knows how to play against defenders. He's done it for years, the way that he plays. And, and look, say, you need somebody up front to say, like, I know Jimenez wasn't involved today, but you do need that centre-forward, I think, who's pivotal in the way that we play. And I thought Cunha uh, played well with him as well. I thought that he played well... Just dropping off him a little bit deeper. We saw today when he's opened up his legs and he can shift. And we want to see more of that. We want to see the way that he, he runs and, and the way that he plays. 
and it's just through being positive. The one thing I would say about the Wolves' performance today, what I was pleased about, and, and, and I know we've had a go about them being negative, was how positive they were going forward. We've said about playing square and backward balls. Today, they played a lot of balls forward, and you get you get the rewards for it. And it was a, a true 90 minutes, probably I mean, yeah. 98 minutes by the end of it. But, you know, everybody, the intensity within it, there have been times this season where we could probably look and go, we weren't at it for the Question full thing. It, yeah. Not today. No, not not today. Not at all. You've seen, you seen the players coming off the pitch. Their shirts were soaked um, with sweat. You know, they put absolutely everything into this game, and they needed to. Um, they kept Chelsea to an absolute minimum in front of goal. Um, and, you know, just a, a truly an amazing performance from, you know, every unit on the pitch. And that's the remarkable thing, actually, isn't it? That we talk about Craig Dawson put his body on the line to block one from Aubameyang. But in reality, Jose Sarr not really had a not save to make in the 90 minutes. He's not being worked, no. And, and, and that's, that's the credit that needs, that needs to be due because that, that was a question as well that, you know, yeah, we've, we don't really create that many chances, but we needed to keep the back door shut. We kept the back door shut today. Um, and, and we talk about them being a unit. Tomo, Samedo makes a really important challenge on the edge of the penalty area. Did that a few times tonight. Kilman on his 100th Wolves appearance, we'll talk more about him in a second, and Totti on the left-hand side. Again, a lot of people might have raised eyebrows that well, Totti I was one of them. kept the shirt. Yeah, well, I was one of them. So, like, not doubting the way he defends and, and the way that he, he plays, but I, th- I just thought sometimes his distribution just lets him down a bit. But I thought today what he did well, he kept it just simple. He kept it simple today. Mm. And I'm not saying that's the kind of player he is, but by keeping it simple, he was, he was, he's very effective. That link-up and that passing the ball early, and I thought that he did well with it. Yeah, I remember one one saying Gordon Strachan used to say to us when I was at Celtic, and he, he used to say to, you defenders, give it to the good players. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that, that was that's what he always used to say. Well, Romo, wasn't well, he? No, honestly, he ain't wrong, but, uh, you know, just as you were saying on. that... Hang on, which group did he put you in? <laughs> Defenders, mate, <laughs> give it to the good players. Uh, but it just reminded me when Tom Howell said that then. He got the ball simple and he played it to his wide man. He played it inside. he done brilliant. I thought he was outstanding. Uh, he's not a left-back. Uh, I don't think the manager trusts him at the moment at centre-half. Um... But what they're on that game today, he's put, a, you know, he's given the manager a lot to think about. Do you know, do you know what it was about his performance as well? Like we talk about him playing it simple, but it, it is the fact that he wasn't phased by being under pressure at times. He kind of he got it. He pointed to the player where he wanted them to move, and then he just played it. Yeah. And there wasn't kind of any like, am I going to drop a shoulder? Am I going to do this? Do I have to over hit it? It was just a simplistic way of playing that was purely effective. I'll tell you what, it's just us players that complicate the game, mate. So look, it's a <laughs> it is. Have a look. It is. Look, if, if you keep the ball moving and keep finding your player, you're going to play. The, you're going to have to have a good game. Okay, it's when we start to pressurise uh, yourself and put the ball at risk that we start to struggle. When we start to try and force things, I'll tell you what. If you keep playing the ball simple, nine times out of ten, you're going to have a good game with the way he played. And that's what he did today. I thought that he defended really well because Sterling's a handful and Reese James on this right-hand side with his yard uh, for the majority of the game. But I just thought that he he did well against him. But also, as well, he's backed up by everybody else on there as well. Yeah, it's good having options as well, mate. It's normally, when, you, when you're in that full-back position and when you look up, uh, when, when, when the team's not having a good time, 
you don't really see many of your shirts. Um, where the god yeah where am I passing to but today everyone was at it which made it a little bit easier for him um, I want to talk about a couple of individuals one of which is Maximilian Kilman who was captain today in the absence of Ruben Neves on his 100th Wolves appearance um, both of you actually through this season have called for him to to take control a little bit more in terms of his passing because he has a range that actually yep. a lot of centre-halves don't have and yet again today it felt like there was one early on that you both applauded that just Costa forced a mistake and got us a throw yep. in deep in half. And from there on in, he looked really assured today. But that's what he's got. He's, and that's why he doesn't do it enough for me. So he's got quality on the ball. He can pick out a pass of various ranges. And what I don't like about the way that, and I don't know why he's done it from when he's first coming to the side, but he, he, he lost that positivity going forward by looking to put that ball over the top, or looking at that diagonal, looking at that little threaded pass into midfield. And he stopped doing it. And he started look more so, goalkeeper, goalkeeper, centre-half, goalkeeper, whatever it is. Today, apart from one when I said he should have attacked the space where there was 20 yards in yeah. front of him, apart from that, he's been positive. He looks a totally different player when he does that. And he's got that in his locker with the way that he plays. Yeah, for me, he's, he's got a sweet left peg. Uh, he went away from using it, whether that was due to confidence. Obviously, the team weren't playing well. And at the end of the day, he's the last line of defence. So, it's one of them. When, when, you have, when you haven't got any confidence and the team's not playing well, you tend to play the easy pass, which is back uh, to your keeper, to your, to your other central defen uh, defensive partner. But with his, with his left peg, just find areas. Today, we've had the runners which has made it a lot easier. Mm. Is it Diags? Is it great channel balls? He's passed into his midfield. He's got it back. He's passed into his strikers. He's made he's made uh, patterns of play work today. And fair play to him. He's got, you know, he's he's getting his confidence back a little bit. Let's talk about Shad Gomez then. He was good. Very, uh, very good. So, like, just around the pitch, in the right position, getting the right decision with the way that he played, his tackles, his passing. He just seemed to get it all right today, so like with what he was doing. He just seemed to be everywhere that Chelsea didn't want him. Uh, and and that it was, it was good play from him. And look, we've been waiting for a, a while for him to uh, show himself to what he did today. And, and again, it's, it just shows you the options that we have got in that midfield area. I know Neves hasn't played today, but you... <laughs> for a, and, I, and I don't want to run it down because Neves is a great player, but those midfield lads played really well together yeah. today, and it was and it was good to see. And so there's legs in there, chasing people down, but also as well they got that composure when we got the ball, and well that and that was the beauty of it. Yeah, I mean if they play like that again against Brentford, I mean Neves is going to come back in. Let's be perfectly honest, but it's a hard choice to decide who to go out. Has he got a he's got a two game ban, two though, game yeah, ban so yeah, so he's not Brentford. Two yeah. game ban. And one thing that you know about Charles Gomez, because you'll see these things that, that I've seen in terms of um, doing the work you do in the, the scouting departments and the videos that get put together of certain players, certainly in South America. And the video I saw of Charles Gomez, and you saw it today, probably for the, uh, there's a couple of glimpses in previous games, but today was really evident. He has this innate ability to steal the ball. In from from behind. Now he's he's got he's got like a 
I don't know. I think it's it's more so for American players. They they tackle like from the side, and then they seem to nick the ball. It, that's that's just the way they defend. Uh, uh, I think he's he's going to be a special special player. How old is he? Uh, twenty. Twenty one. He's twenty one. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he is uh, twenty two. Just turned like twenty two after he arrived. I just I just think he's going to be a special player for Wolves. Uh, he's got all the ingredients to be top. Uh, and you know, if you keep playing like that, there's going to be a lot of eyes on him from the top top teams. But it's it's that thing, is it? Because he's he's not particularly big, he's not particularly bulky in that type of role, but he he has an athleticism. Yeah, but you, what you have to do, so look, if you want to get on in the game, if you've got an attribute or you or you, you've got a way of playing, you've got to find a way of making yourself effective in the game, and he's done that. He's got a, he's got himself. Like you said there, he's not he's not a big player. I say, and he, but he's physical. He knows what to do. But it's also as well about positioning. He, get, he gets in the right positions that helps his game. Yeah. And, it, and like I say, he's still a, he's still a yeah. young lad, so he's only 22. But what he has done is he's learned pretty quickly how to play the game. And, and that's what it's all about. You, you have to learn how to play the game in the way that you can be more effective and the way that you can impose yourself on a game. And that's what he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... For me, it's football intelligence, which you have to learn. In when you when you come to this country, that you have to learn it very quickly. And I think they've identified that that is someone who sees danger, especially in his position. You need to. Uh, and when you're at a club like Wolves, you have to, because there are, you know, bigger teams that are going to affect y- your game, uh, have an effect on games. And if you can sniff out danger. And you've got a talent of doing that, you're going to go a long way. I, I just think that some South American players have got that little bit of an edge as well, yeah, haven't they've they? Got, yeah, yeah, they've, they've got, got a nastiness. And they've got an edge to them because, like I said, probably with, I'm not saying he's, I don't know anything about his upbringing, but where they where they where they're born and what they do out there and the facilities probably so like on they've got that something about them. Well, they know that they know they have to stand out at a young age to yeah. get moved to Europe, so they they don't have time to waste in that respect. They. They are on a mission to, to get the most out of their careers yeah, of course they are. from a young age. Um, in general, I know that's a nice generalisation, but we've seen yeah. it for uh, a production line of talent that's come through. I mean, we, we watched Chelsea have a 100-odd million pound midfielder. that, that nearly we come to us for 10. We, well, yeah, we were looking at him yeah. last summer, and you know, I think he's a very good player, but he didn't have the impact that Xao Gomez did today. No, but he's got the World Cup. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see his medal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've but uh, in all fairness, look, it's, it's one of them. It's, there's going to be good players, but they have to adapt massively in the Premier League. And you have to sniff out the ones that have got that ability to do that with football intelligence and quality. Here's a question for both of you. Um, where does this performance and result rank in terms of the list of so far, the Spurs win, the Liverpool win here, Southampton away, Everton away. I think it's overall performance. I'd probably say it's probably one of the better ones. Selig, I, th- I thought Liverpool was very good. I thought it was outstanding against Liverpool, but I just think against the Chelsea side that's come here today with the quality of players that that well squad they've got, I just think they went about it in the right frame of mind. Because if you look at that, last time we played here, we lost to Leeds, which was a massive blow. Go to Forest in one each, which they didn't play well. There's a lot of pressure on them today to get a result, and they, and they dealt with it pretty well. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen that many 
individuals on their game before here. I'll be honest. I'll there was six or seven absolute could have been man of the matches. Um, so yeah, I've not seen that. I've not seen that in my new this season. It just shows you as a unit if they reach their potential or near to their potential of players. Just shows you how you can hold themselves because Chelsea didn't play awful. I just think that we nullified them in, in the right areas, and I think that made a massive difference. But it also comes from the quality that we've got as well. We've got, we've said it all season. We've got a good squad. We've got a very good squad, and but we just need them all firing on the on doing it the right way. And and I think today you've got a lot of the players who were probably nearly not playing to their potential today. Um. As things stand, and there is a game to be played this evening as we talk, I know people will be listening to this probably when that match has already taken place, and a big game involving two of the teams involved in the relegation shake-up on Sunday. Um, but as things stand, Wolves are four points clear of the bottom three, um, who both lost today, by the way, Everton and Forest on 27 points. Leicester, who lost again today to Bournemouth in a huge game. We go there in a That's couple of weeks' mad. time. Wolves are six points clear of Leicester now. And as things stand with Southampton to play this evening, they are eight points clear of Southampton. So they've put themselves in a position, haven't they, whereby, look, one more win is not going to make them mathematically, categorically safe. But they can go into the Brentford game now thinking, if we can follow this up yeah, and get another home win... Yeah. We've given ourselves a right old cushion. Well, that's what it's all about. It's about following up after a victory. So, look, there's no point in you going and winning the game and then losing then drawing and going through that. You need to back this one up. So, look, we've got Brentford here. We've got Leicester away, which I think that if you get four points out of that, that would be a massive uh, leap for us to be in this division. Um, but it, it's just mad, isn't it? So, from 12 down, anybody else is involved in it. In this, uh, I think Chelsea have just gone uh, just above us. I yeah, think they've eight got points. About, yeah, eight points. So it just shows you what the difference is between. Uh, and we think we've had a, a, an awful season, and we're twelfth at the minute. So <laughs> and we haven't been consistent as what we normally are. And it's um, more than half the Premier League have chased their managers because yeah. more than half the Premier League think they've had poor seasons. Yeah, it is. And it is. It's just been a, a different season this year. So look, it's usually been, you got strange, usually yeah. you got about five five, six at the most who fight for relegation. There's about ten <laughs> in this one. And it's just crazy. Yeah, just I, th I think I think the Leicester game. I think well the next two games will tell us where we're gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I honestly do. I think if if we don't get a result against Brentford and is it Leicester? Yeah. Yeah. And then Palace. Then, then I think we're struggling. And then Brighton isn't it? But if we get results in those two games, I said five points in the next three games, I think we'll be okay. But I, I just think as well, like, there's a lot of teams down there struggling. And I, I mean, struggling for performance. Leicester's one of them. And all of a sudden, they're on free fall. Uh, Leicester, I think Southampton will find it difficult to, to get enough points. They've got Man City tonight, which they won't be happy about. But um, I, just think, I just think that the three points today. It's better having the points than as as things are going on rather than being where the yeah. rest of them are below us. If you know, it's table mean. pressure. Yeah, isn't it, it is. It is. Because if you look at that, we're still in it, but we're twelfth. It seems it seems a lot happier. Psychologically, yeah, it, it does. It, it does. Feels a lot it better, does. Doesn't it? 
If he was in the bottom three, all of a sudden, you think, oh, my God, every game we've got to win, every game we've got but And even though we're not that many points away from it, it just seems a little bit psychologically uh, to us a lot better. And I just think that just got to continue. If they play like that for the rest of the season, we won't be far wrong. <laughs> we could we could end up a lot a lot higher, but it's it's about making sure and maintaining it, and being sure that you get those performances every week. So like for, I was disappointed with Forest, especially the first half, because I thought we we were outfought by Forest in the first half. I thought they they run they run all over us. Second half was a lot better, but I think that we've just got to try and maintain it and just make sure that we keep going and keep getting those results. Um, play of the match. Oh, it's so tough. It's tough. If if Nunes hadn't scored that worldie, I would have given it Gomez. But because he scored it, I've got to give it him. I've got to. I think uh, Mateus probably one of the better games that we've seen him do throughout the time he was on the pitch. Uh, but as 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 you said there, Gomez very close to him because he just seemed to be everywhere today. But <laughs> worldie goal in it. So it. good, it's so, so good, good goal. And so they kept putting replay. I said, so I'll forget the goal. I'll watch. I'll just watch the replay. It's so good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we, we've spoken for about twenty minutes. We haven't actually really mentioned much about the goal. It's oh, a, it's it's a clip ball in by Daniel Perence that I think Costa gets a touch to it, and that means that um, Koulibaly can only kind of get numbers in the box. Distance. though. But yeah. Well, I, I was thinking as well. Is he, oh, he's going to cross this. He's going to hit across. It. What? It's top corner. <laughs> Because in, yeah, because recent bleeding weeks we've we've seen them say we've, we've gone shoot 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 and they've just gone and passed it out yeah. or played it out of play, and we haven't said anything this time and he's put it top in. Maybe we should shut up, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just get on with it. And we'll do. We'll, we'll summarise after it. What a perfect moment to finish on. Uh, Lee Naylor, Andy Thompson, thank you very much. Thank you indeed. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for being with us as ever. Wolves got themselves the victory. It's a massive three points, massive for Mateus.